0: Mike, good morning. How are you? Good seeing you guys again. I'm F- good. Fun one last night. Unfortunately,
2: yeah. the Hawks, you know, the Clippers are damn good. But... Yeah, you know, the Hawks weren't that far away. I think without Capella, I think maybe that's, I mean, if you kind of squint and look really hard, you can see that the Hawks and the Clippers maybe not separated by a ton right now. Um, May, that might be an optimistic way of looking at it but I mean, the clippers are so good you
0: got to squint pretty hard yeah, to they're, they're
2: so good they're playing unselfish basketball right now they which is are, remarkable yeah like um, for for
0: the four of those guys i mean you, they're capable you know that yeah. the four of those guys but the four of those guys to be playing in that system the way that they are well and for, it's, it's
2: beautiful at for, times for brody to be coming off the bench yeah. and be cool with it the way that he is mm-hmm. and he the one um, He initiated he's like all right man exactly exactly it, it's It's inspiring to watch. Um, But, look, good effort by the Hawks last night. Um, You don't expect a team to shoot 60% against you from three.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: you want to try to do stuff to maybe not allow a team to shoot 60% from three against you, but, but some of it was just like of Zubac, not Zubac, I'm sorry, he was out, Daniel Tice. Yeah, Daniel Tice at, Daniel the, end Tice the, Tice at <laughs> yeah. the end of the third quarter. Uh, heaving a three at the end of the third James Harden making an impossible three while being fouled off the glass at the end of the game. Like, some of it was just bad luck. But um, I, I like the tweet that you had last night, Andy. I, I feel like if the Hawks play like that in their final 29 games, they're going to win a lot of their final 29 games. Will they win enough to get out of the top or, or get out of the 6th through 10 or 7th through 10? No, I, I don't think so. I think they're stuck in that. But, um, you know, maybe the goal is to be 7th or 8th and, and have a home game in the play-in round, and maybe they can get there. Mike, we're two days away from the trade deadline. NBA trade deadline. We were just talking in the break about uh, certain names and everything. Out of 100%, what, what, what do you think the percentage of the Hawks making a move? As you think right now, mm. um, any move yes. or a major move? Any. I think they'll make uh, almost 100. percent They're going to make some kind of move at the deadline, even if it's just a, a, a small one. I think historically, uh, the Hawks have have been very active at the trade deadline, even in years where like, oh, we're going to bring in Jeff Teague and Travion Graham and the the trade deadline. Like they, they've done those types of things. Are they going to be able to make a major move? Should they make a major move? Uh, I think that's a little hazy now compared to maybe even this time last week. And and the challenge is, do you want to be a prisoner of the moment? Right. Because uh, I am. I am, too. Yes. They've played really well the last week and a half. They've played really, really well. Uh, even in the loss last night, they played well. Even giving up 73 to Dallas, they still almost won that game. Like, they're playing a lot better. Now, that's coincided with playing home games. Uh, that cannot be overlooked. That's also coincided with – with playing some teams that you should beat. I, mean, I I know everyone gets caught up in the Warriors. The Warriors are not that good this year. Right. The Lakers are not that good this year. I mean, those are teams you should beat. Phoenix was a very good win. Toronto's a team you should beat. So do you want to be prisoner of the moment or do you want to kind of take a 30,000-foot view? And if you do that, I think, honestly, you evaluate the Hawks. And um, this isn't a team that's even in the most optimistic scenario, probably going to make it out of the first round of the playoffs. So, um, you've got to make major changes to uh, try to change your trajectory. And that really frankly could start as soon as the trade deadline, or do you want to wait until free agency and tackle it then? Or do you want to wait until next year's trade deadline and, and tackle it then? I'd rather get it all over with right now, but, but the tricky thing is you're playing good basketball and, uh, you're playing well enough to win you know. pretty much every night, at least over the last week or two. So I don't know. I don't envy the people who will have to make that decision.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. It, it's so hard because it's been definitely a better stretch. And but it's also a blip in the yeah. two-and-a-half-year sample size of mediocrity. You and, know what I mean? And
2: the other problem is there's no one out there right now that's being shopped that would make the Hawks clearly better. Right. Like, if you make a big move – you're doing it to acquire draft picks and expiring contracts to really tackle this thing this summer. That's a tricky message to send to your fans. Right. That's a tricky message to send to a guy wearing number 11 mm-hmm. on your team right now. So this is a very, very delicate balance that uh, Landry Fields and, and his front office and Quinn Snyder are dealing with right now. I saw, I saw your tweet yesterday because I know you have it all the way down. Saw the NFL Eagles going to Brazil yep. on a Friday, and you listed all of the teams that are were, that were supposedly yep. the, the away teams for Philadelphia. Yep. Happens to be the Falcons on there. Yep. Along and the Cowboys and the Steelers. Well, you want to eliminate the divisional teams, though, because are they really going to make them play a divisional game week one in Brazil? Falcons are one of four teams that would possibly be going to Brazil.
0: I think I know uh, where you were going with that, though, right? Because he is the, you know. Yeah.
2: He's the boss, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, mean, I have no inside knowledge I mean, but if they yeah, were no. to. No, 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 no. If they were oh. to. Wouldn't
0: a remote broadcast from Rio de Janeiro with your midday show be a great idea? I,
2: I mean, would love to have you guys in Rio. I would probably love to have you more in Sao Paulo, even more, where they're playing. Well, the my game. bad. Sao oh, Paulo. <laughs> you said that. I was like, I don't, I don't think that's right. There's two damn cities. Listen what I keep like the thinking one. of is, oh, man, Brazilian steakhouses and all that food down there. Not I, and, That's and, not what I'm uh, thinking about I'm oh, no. talking about and, Brazil. Well, and and, and other, yeah. other things, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, other beautiful things. <laughs> <Yeah. in Brazil. laughs> yeah. um, it would be really cool. It would be, I think, a very, very challenging way to open the season just from a football standpoint. Do you know how long that flight is yes. from no. Philadelphia to Sao Paulo? It's like a 10-hour flight. Wow. We live in Atlanta. Like <laughs> it, 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 it's a further flight to brazil than it is to go to germany yes or really? uh, england or france wow. yeah from here so i don't think people realize that even though it's in the same time zone just how far south that is from hmm. here plus I, weather might be kind of cold there that time of year i think right I, I, stop I, making excuses mike just oh. say no <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure we'll sure we'll, we'll we'll have no problem coming up with the financial resources to be able to send the entire radio station to Brazil. I mean, Let that'll be easy. We'll all be there. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cool though. Uh, I I have a feeling that the Falcons uh, might be playing an international game, but not in Brazil this year. Um, Carolina's got a home game, I think, in Germany. They do. Um, I think another Falcons opponent that they're supposed to play on the road is in England this year. So um, Now, they, they were in England last year, but they've added so many international games right now that I, I don't think you're immune to going to an international city uh, You know, twice in as many years. Um, the one thing we know is the Falcons aren't going to be stripped of a home game. They're going to have nine home, true home games next year, so that'll be good for Raheem Morris, I guess.
0: What did you think of the Raheem Morris-Terry Fontenot press conference and interview with Dukes and Bell yesterday?
2: Here's what I thought. Okay, If you lose the press conference, the future is not bright. Uh, very, very seldom do we see a new hire lose the press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not expecting Raheem Morris to lose his press conference. He did the complete opposite. I thought he nailed it. Loved his energy. Um, Honestly, you know, I know some people were killing steak about asking about 28-3. to I loved Raheem's answer about that. And I loved his mentality that he wants nothing more than to make amends for that and and get a trophy to Arthur Blank. I I loved it. I was really, really pumped up by what I heard. Um, You know, all the buzzwords, collaboration, and the collaboration he's going to have with Terry Fontenot, that's great. I think we were all expecting that. Uh, look, the key is who's going to be quarterback right. for this team, and that process has probably already started as far as evaluating what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. So, great press conference yesterday. Really, really happy for him. I think it's it's great for the franchise. It's great for him. I want to know who the quarterback is. How
0: do you lose a press conference? Have you seen someone
2: do that before? Yeah, who was the uh, it was Sirianni? Sirianni, yeah. Sirianni lost it, and yeah. then he by forgetting and, how to talk. Yeah, and then yeah. he actually went to a Super Bowl. Right. The uh, Dan Campbell right lost his press conference and actually went on to do great things. But uh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I kind
0: of thought he won that press conference, but I, I guess it was sort of split because he said split. crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't know though. Like um, who was the Jets coach um, or Dave Campo, the Dallas Cowboys? Coach okay, who who like went in and was just like completely low energy <laughs> uh, that. You want to get your fan base excited. I thought Raheem did a good job of that. Mike, World Cup's coming, obviously. Big deal for the city. What kind of infrastructure thing do you think they'll probably bring in because of it? Um, So, you know, when the Olympics were here, it was basically two weeks and a third weekend. This is going to be of the magnitude of the Olympics, but over the span of a full month as opposed to like two and a half weeks. Um, It's going to be massively crowded. Uh, The airport the downtown area, the hotels, everything like that. Um, but I think we're set up for it. You know, We, we have lots of major events here, and I, I think we're set up for it. I think people will be shocked at just how many people are going to come in from all corners of the globe because the thing is, with the five group stage matches, you'll know a year and a half out if your country is going to play in Atlanta. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can book those flights and that travel way out in advance. And if you get – like a really wealthy European nation, like Europe, like England or France or Germany or something like that, playing in Atlanta, look out! You're going to be descended upon by tens of thousands of Brits. And French people <laughs> and Germans, and we're hoping again the for Irish. We're hoping for Brazilians. We're, we're Brazilians. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I get that too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, guys.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s it's over here. only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch